if I was an illegal identity broker, I would simply not have a family to threaten. What's that? On your screen. Some kind of program about a Westworld on TV. Well, it doesn't sound like anything to me. I'm Red Scott. And I'm Dolores Abernathy. I mean, Ivan Hernandez. I'm Ivan Hernandez. Why would you even doubt that I'm exactly who I said I am? And have the corresponding body, uh, according to the personality that I have. That does explain why you've just been looking at your own body hair going, Ugh. Uh, Disgusting. <laughs> I'm Red Scott, and this is Barbecue Grills and Sous Vide, a cooking in place podcast. Come on, guys! I'm so happy that I got you on the sous Well, first of all, first of all, when you posted edible log, I swear I thought you were like, what the? He's eating edible logs now? <laughs> Some logs are edible. <laughs> but I'm very happy that you've gotten into both eating marijuana and sous vide. <laughs> Two things that I love. I have to say, booze is way better than marijuana. You literally texted me that, and at the time I was too high to text back, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, because I yeah. had had some booze, and I was like, this is so much better than stupid weed. I don't know why people t- do weed. It's dumb. I don't know why people do booze. It's fucking terrible. It's great. So this is season three, episode four, title Mother of Exiles, directed by Paul Cameron, written by Jordan Goldberg and Lisa Joy. And this is so, a banging episode. I mean, I was about to say... I think that this is the episode that finally reveals that Westworld is just a dumb sci-fi show. How? Which isn't bad. Dare you. It's just a dumb sci-fi show. There's Yakuza. There's Yakuza operating out of Singapore, first of all, which the fact that the fact that Singapore, even in the future, doesn't have its own ethnic gangsters, I, I, I just can't believe it. Well, I mean, don't pretend you weren't very excited when that showed up. Well, obviously, the second somebody pulled out a Naginata, I was like, ooh. A short sword. I don't know. Is that a kind of Perhaps sushi? it was a Daito? <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> nah, man. We're in full cyberpunk territory. There is nothing cyberpunks love more than breaking out Yakuza just as an excuse to have katanas. I mean, we definitely should get into this. But first, we need to know what happened previously on Westworld. She's going through a lot of effort just to put Crazy Frog as her ringtone. <laughs> You ever notice with, like, really beautiful women, they'll put on glasses, and they don't get hotter, but they become, like, a different kind of hot, like a lateral hotness. All right, nobody knows what I'm talking about. In the future, they've perfected Vincent Castle field projection technology. Uh, I already have a button that stops women from stabbing me. It's called the clip. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> no, you have to laugh at that. You have to laugh at that. You can't stifle that one. <laughs> Why don't any of these hosts have Bluetooth? Have you considered that humans are the real robots, said the robot to the human? And finally, I mean, yeah, I guess he did kill his daughter, but also he a robot. And that was previously on Westworld. I don't know what that ringtone was. <laughs> it was the th- it was the thing that she was she was the thing she was listening to in the last episode, remember? Oh, okay. I get the did you forget now. the entirety of the last episode already? No, I, I, I forgot the I forgot what that was. So this is this is a weird fucking wild episode. Yeah, this is the episode where they're like, "Fuck it, we're just gonna make the uh, weird, uh, junky ass, pulpy ass sci fi show uh, that we always wanted to make." I, I thought it was strange that when it started up, it said "Altered Carbon 2. 
<laughs> well, first of all, their budget is much higher than Altered Carbon's. <laughs> is that true? The first season of Altered Carbon was was pretty slick, I mean, despite the terrible storyline. I'm not. I'm not comparing the first season of Altered Carbon to Westworld. Mm, fair <laughs> enough. I, I I I've never had. I asked on Twitter, like, hey, did it, I, I know some of my people watched Altered Carbon season one? How are you guys feeling about season two? I've never had a more unanimous. Yeah, you can pass on this one. <laughs> I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even know. I, I enjoyed the first season, which was terrible, but apparently the second <laughs> season is terrible, but not enjoyable, which is not my thing. Uh, so they put William in the uh, Elvis uh, 77 suite. Just fully reinforced, every surface is shootable. <laughs> every surface has ter- material deformation technology. <laughs> and he's taken advantage of that. That That is a feature that was absolutely needed. He has just smashed yeah. the shit out of everything. It's also very confusing because it requires you to, you know, create a world where the end of the second season still makes sense, where he's supposedly, like, just going over the same scenario over and over again. It, I honestly didn't even remember exactly how his arc ended. And I honestly thought he might have died. I forgot completely where he ended up at the end of the last season. I do feel like it's pretty 50-50 that that is what happened at this point. <laughs> uh, so we we do get uh, – an interesting thing is later with, uh, I don't know, Bernard, Arnold, Armand Delgado, we get, we get a scene where the aspect ratio changes, which they've always indicated to use that they're in a simulation, which made me pay a lot more attention to that on my rewatch of this episode, because the rest of this episode, they don't use their cute little aspect ratio changey trick, which would suggest to me that it's generally happen- happening in the real world. Unless mm-hmm. there's a third type of thing that I'm not, they switch the codec to indicate. Oh, oh, do you think that, do you think that they would use the aspect ratio to lie to you? I, if they, do that i'd be so there was one pixel you missed it you missed it it was exactly one pixel off i'd be so into it i'd 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 rewatch the whole series trying to find that one pixel that was wrong and making fun of people who didn't get it uh it wasn't my fault i thought you weren't real i thought you were robot is actually a valid murder defense in texas i i mean well so is i thought you were on my property (laughs) <laughs> listen if there's a robot on my property you know he's getting a bullet and it turns out i was on your property but i thought it was on my property and that's the principle <laughs> that in texas still works. it still works we also have the uh, chandelier dripping blood which looks very reminiscent of a brain pearl and i thought was a cool little um uh, i don't know i was gonna say homage but a cool little easter egg i don't know uh, my choices are my own. See, that's the thing about deterministic arguments. Either you uh, are a robot who doesn't have any free will, or you're just a big old dickhead. I mean, both this and devs are both feel like they're written by people who just thought about free will last year and haven't come to terms with it. I I love that episode. Get me on this writing staff. Episode, that last episode where like Allison Pill is explaining like the most basic concepts of determinism and uh, Sonoya Mizuno, who's supposed to be an... A, a, to be fair, while she is supposed to play an educated programmer, she was also supposed to be, supposed to be playing someone who had just come out of heavy sedation. <laughs> so I'm going to let that conversation slide where she's just like, what are you talking about? Shut the fuck up. But also, that is basically every conversation I've ever had with you about determinism. <laughs> it's, it's a very simple concept. You don't need to create a prestige sci-fi series to dwell on it. <laughs> Listen, if you want to make a prestige uh, sci-fi series just to put pretty people's faces on screen, yes! fucking, just do that. Just do that. And then don't get – how many plot points do you think are going to be fucked up because Lisa Joy and Jonathan Nolan 
get their own story fucked up. Like they just lose track of what they were thought they were doing. Who I would love to see the Westworld uh, design document and and whether or not it's one of those shows where they're like, we've got an ending planned out, guys. We've got a very specific ending and a very specific seasonal structure. Or if what I suspect is happening, they're just fucking winging it and trying to get through production without uh, having a huge lawsuit on their hands at the end of the season. Well, the, the thing that I'm wondering, and I haven't, you're, you're the guy who knows all the production news, but the thing that I'm wondering about is obviously that viewership has dropped in seasons two and, and then again in three. And is this, and they have what, I like $200 million development deal with, was it Netflix or Prime? I forget. And, and I don't think, I, I, I didn't, I didn't hear about the Nolan uh, Joys going over to either. I didn't hear about them signing any exclusivity deal. I, I, I thought they, but whatever. So let's let's assume that I'm right and you're wrong. And then <laughs> and then like what? I, I this could be them accelerating the last three seasons into one season. I mean that that's also the other thing. I always love when when whenever uh, it's very obvious that uh, a series has been truncated. Yeah. But the creators are just like, no, this is exactly the plot. Uh, this is exactly the plot arc we started out from the very beginning. We always knew we would only get four seasons of Westworld. <laughs> the, yeah. So I'm I'm very curious. The only reason I don't think that's what's happening is because this show has had a lot of slow moments and i feel if you were trying to it doesn't feel like three seasons shoved into one yeah by the way does uh, have you also noticed that the uh, online discussion for this season is significantly uh uh less it's it's fairly muted yes it is for and even 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 when you go along with the fact that we are in a pandemic and there are you know a lot bigger things going on than a season of westworld I don't see that many people talking about Westworld. I haven't seen that many people talk about Westworld, which really surprises me, especially given that there's people are just dying for something to do. The only thing that I could think about, aside from it not being as good as previous seasons, is just the idea that people don't want to think about a dystopia when they're living a dystopia. <laughs> <laughs> also, fucking uh, that that weekly schedule is just fucking stupid. It's so now. bad. Especially now. It's like, I'm supposed to, how many more episodes do we have? Do we have like four, four or five more episodes? I don't, I don't, I don't look ahead to see how many episodes <laughs> there are. Oh, are you the guy who doesn't look ahead in the future? No, not, you would not at never all. violate the rules of the Debs project. I actually accidentally built a machine that can tell the future, but I just cover my ears whenever it talks to me. <laughs> so Emily and William, what, what are you going to do? Shoot me again? She is going to win that argument nine out of 10 times. <laughs> that's that's a very compelling point. If you have a friend or relative in your life who has shot and murdered you before, anytime you come back with that, they're going to be like, yeah, I guess that, that was my bad. No one knows about the project. They signed NDAs. So what do you think? What do you think? Is this the original human William? No. No. This He's is, you think it's a 100% a robot. Is that 100% a robot? Because was, otherwise, how could fucking Dolores do the fucking uh, uh, neck pin virus thing? Unless you can do that with humans now, apparently. Uh, uh, why I not? Mean, I mean, there's no Paris. We don't know what's possible in this future. <laughs> that, do you, oh, man. I, that, that one surprisingly was touching moment. <laughs> I, I was like very moved by the lack of Paris god in the world uh so 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 it was confusing to me whether or not uh, uh william thought that hale was a robot or not because i was like wait does does he know that she 
she she a robot or does he think that she's a human who's not a robot or does she he think that she's a robot but a different robot my read on this scene is that william is a real live boy whose mm-hmm. life is falling apart and that yes there's some kind of drug i mean we we've already gotten pharma designer Genre. drugs I, that's the most cyberpunk thing that's ever happened in this whole show. Isn't it? Uh, also, I was so pissed that he didn't do it. Oh, I mean, it's going to happen on accident. It has to happen. The next episode has to happen. <laughs> I mean, it's we all know about Hunter S. Thompson's drug you get at a party rule. <laughs> you get it. You get some drugs at the party in the first act. You're going to be tripping balls by the third, baby. Absolutely, w- William. So, are you free and evil? Or blameless and helplessly enslaved. I think everyone gets to make this choice, and it's an obvious pick. I love being free and evil. <laughs> I choose not to be evil. I don't know why that's so <laughs> difficult for people. Every bad thing I've ever done, I've chosen to do it. I am truly the devil. I, I truly am existence's victim, and I've never done anything wrong. <laughs> so saying, finish the game, Dad, while rolling up his sleeve... And handing him a sharp object is the most brutal own I've ever seen in my life, and I'm going to try it on my family. Here's the thing about this. If he's a human and he's having these dumb visions, I think it's stupid. But if he's a robot and he's having these dumb visions, I think it's cool. (laughs) The thing about fucking humans when they're in TV shows... I don't think that anyone has ever accurately depicted what a hallucination really feels like in the bonds of genre television. They're always it's it's always like some fucking uh uh like a a a fully physical material like vision of a person who like interacts with you on a like similar wavelength and it's like fucking this is like I can't stand hallucinations from people who have never uh, been insane or done LSD or mushrooms in their life. You're not allowed to be a science fiction director without doing mushrooms, right? That's got to be I in would the guild so. somewhere. I would hope so. When we take over the guild, there are going to be some changes. <laughs> Listen, this guild is, is don't take the brown acid at the guild meeting. <laughs> Charlotte Hale rolls in. Uh, so I see you're making the most of your sabbatical. Uh, this what's the thing about the whole Charlotte Hale William thing is that when I watched it a second time, it became way less meaningful. I was like, I get it. Charlotte needs his votes. William sold Sirach the data we knew about. Why is this scene five minutes long? <laughs> we go from there to damaged Arnold or Bernard. Oh yeah. So and Dolores, we get the narrower aspect ratio. And and do you think Evan Rachel Wood was just like, all right, this season, if I have to wear one flowy fucking Western dress, I'm going to shit. It's all jumpsuits and short skirts this time. That would make a lot of sense because in the last scene of this episode, we see her in the blue dress uh, mm-hmm. that we know Dolores uh, to be wearing most of the time in the first two seasons. And she looks weirdly like a sprite. Like I've never <laughs> seen somebody so – it's not even – it doesn't even feel like a green screen. I kept expecting it to be like a hologram or something. <laughs> it just has a really ethereal quality that I can't tell if it's just bad effects or if they were trying for something and got it way wrong. Mm-hmm. So presumably she's talking to Arnold's ball in the simulator. And we go from there to Victorville, USA. Wow, SpaceX finally got those rockets to not explode. Good for them. And it's <laughs> it it is still weird. I've seen 
a ton of videos of the SpaceX rockets just landing vertically. And every mm. time I'm like, they're just playing Isn't backwards. it so weird? They're just playing Isn't backwards. It like you're watching like a fucking Looney Tunes uh, uh, short about the future. It makes no sense. My brain just rejects it. I need to watch like a hundred more for it to feel real. The only way that any rocket should ever come to Earth is either disintegrating in the atmosphere or straight into the ocean. Or it, it lands in that way where, like, it's still in one piece, but, like, the head is directly into the uh, dirt and the, the butt is sticking out all the way. Are these technical the rocket only terms? three acceptable <laughs> rocket uh, landings to me. I, I think it's very appropriate for astronauts to come out of the rocket butt. <laughs> uh, it's called the sphincter. I hope that it is. <laughs> so they're calling it the system now i'm sure somebody tried to call it the machine and jonathan nolan was like no we can't guys, oh, guys we can't, guys, we can't. Man. i listen i'm i wasn't gonna bring it up but no also i I love the fucking hemsworth is just like cracking brewskis in this shitty motel room all day also i sincerely love the hollywood aerial tours drone shirt <laughs> his his shirt is very amusing I would I would legitimately like to buy one of those shirts from please, the HBO store. Please add us where we can find one of those shirts. I want to only podcast in one of those shirts from now on. And also, do you, if you remember from As Seen on TV, the remote that could just turn off any TV, <laughs> he's built one of those for hosts. But for robots. But for robots. And it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. How is it that easy to just build a little zappy remote? <laughs> oh, that's what I love about science fiction. You can... You can build any sort of gadget that does anything, but you can only build one. Can only build Don't one. have the materials to make another one. And when, when is this show going to get back to my, my favorite droid, Riot Control? <laughs> I love. I've, I can't wait to see what Riot Control does. I bet he's trying to reach for his left leg. <laughs> Somebody put the left leg a little out of range, and he's just like, eh. Oh, Come man. That, that Almost. That would be so delightful if we just got like an Iron Giant several episode interstitial where they blew him up, and the arms are just <laughs> crawling towards each other. <laughs> Across the country. Uh, so I hacked his car service. You're only as secure as your least secure vendor. That's what I've always said. This is why people need to bring more stuff in-house. Not just because uh, you should actually care about the people who are making all the money, but also because you have terrible security if you're constantly using contractors for all of your shit. <laughs> exactly. It's Uber for getting your ass busted. <laughs> Isn't that just Uber? Yeah, it is just Uber. I mean, we'll see. I mean, we'll see which which uh, ride sharing service exists after this pandemic. <laughs> All right. So Caleb and Dolores in a suit store. I, Trey Kingsman. I love this suit store. I love the 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 mirror that automatically drapes your fit. Great fit. I really would love if it also had negative option. Terrible fit. Awful fit. Also, where can I get one of these mirrors? <laughs> Guys, kind of I think if you just yell at yourself in the mirror, it works just as well. I just want my way to be like, good job, buddy. <laughs> I appreciate what you're trying. So Liam and Connors, uh, Connells, excuse me. Connells manages to get his key, which is his bank info hash, hash identity. Key. It's, it's his social there security are, number. There are so many dumb identification. I feel like the blood identification thing is the dumbest yes. thing I've ever seen in the fucking world because they have blood markers in his literal fucking blood, but they don't pair that with facial identification. 
Yeah, it's a very strange way to go about these biomarker situations. And and apparently these blood mark I, I don't know. I'm sure usually all this stuff is based on some technology this that is, I haven't Googled this yet. This is one of those ideas that like when somebody was in the room saying it, they were just like, Fucking great idea, man. And the set it like it got into the script all the way to like the production phase and no one was like there are a few basic level problems with the security system here. Do you know why this happened, Ivan? Marijuana. This is a classic <laughs> marijuana in the writers' room. California. This is so it's dope, these guys. Californians can't even get the security for their fake sci-fi fantasy genre shows right. But 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 how how are we going to make it so there's dramatic tension? It only lasts twenty minutes. What a convenient <laughs> amount of time. Also, I really love Evan Rachel Wood doing her when she's doing I'm a white lady. When she does the bump into that guy and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Peter, I'm Olivia. You don't remember? <laughs> yeah, it was it was some very basic social engineering BS, which was completely unnecessary when she intended to knock him unconscious. <laughs> That's the thing. She literally could have just walked up to him and headbutted him. She just did that part for fun. <laughs> See, that's how I know that these robots are assholes. <laughs> So we go to Sirak and Maeve. Bring yourself back online. She mentions this being a... So I've noticed uh, twice in this episode, somebody has been like, is this a simulation? And I actually wonder if the show is trying to be... Uh, just Do you think re- it's trying to pull off a top-level, this-is-all-a-simulation move? I'm actually wondering if they're trying to extend an olive branch to the alienated viewer by laying out when it is and is not a simulation. <laughs> they just have to put a big, uh, 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 like, a logo in the corner of the screen <laughs> telling us whether or not it's a simulation. We've decided to, Lisa and I have decided to add a flashing red light whenever we're in a simulation in the lower right corner. <laughs> I found it haunting that the Paris doesn't exist in the that future That was line. wild when she was like, I wish you'd taken me to Paris. And he's like, oh, what Paris? And also, not a great feeling seeing the hazmat suits. I, I, not a great feeling seeing a nuclear explosion. I, yeah, it's, none of it felt very good. No, that, and, and that's, that's what I keep going back to, that the Manhattan Project is probably one of the, the most uh, immoral acts in the history of humankind because it unleashed the power to destroy the world. So, Sirac, I created the most comprehensive picture of human behavior ever seen. TikTok's user database. <laughs> what are the Chinese doing with it? The, we're seeing mostly it. Keeping, mostly keeping uh, 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 fat and poor people off. And, and mostly funding Westworld. God, I wouldn't be. Doesn't Westworld feel like the kind of show that it's like it's the number one show in China? It has two billion <laughs> viewers. <laughs> really feel like it wouldn't be. But also, wait is that is that a thing? Are they algorithmically keeping fat people off of it? Aside from just yes. letting popular no China stuff- literally China literally uh, uh, they they were going through and like uh, 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 deliberately uh, uh, lowering the visibility of anyone who they deemed uh, fat, ugly, or poor. <laughs> This is, this is like how Uniqlo doesn't sell any sizes above extra large in their store. Listen, I have put on some I, – I, I went to sleep wearing a Uniqlo extra large shirt. That, that was not very large on my body. <laughs> those sizing on those shirts vary. I believe I have gotten every kind of extra large shirt that you could possibly get from Uniqlo, and they all have different fits. I feel like I should just wear Uniqlo clothes in their store in the largest size they have until they start providing larger sizes. I'm just going to start walking around. Is this the biggest one you have? With the buttons Um, just like exploding. Excuse me? That's called fashion? 
it yeah that's exactly what it is at least <laughs> do you know what's crazy is going into h&m and seeing their wild array of sizes and being like how inclusive h&m is <laughs> compared to uniqlo uh, there's no path to your kind and mine sharing a world so it's good to know that this guy is intractable and hates all robots yeah, I mean, it's nice to know that someone has a core set of beliefs. I'm so <laughs> sick of these wishy-washy, flip-flopping, learning new information, changing their mind politicians. <laughs> I want somebody to take a take a stance and then never change in their whole life. <laughs> uh, also, I really appreciate that when uh, uh, Maeve said, get me the biggest glass of sherry that you possibly can, the waiter got her the biggest glass of sherry that he possibly could. That was a lot of sherry in a very large tumbler. See, that's that's the thing about like really upscale restaurants. They you got to be you careful. You can say anything and they'll do it. You got to be careful with what you ask for because <laughs> they will do it and they will charge you for it. Mm-hmm. Sirek Maeve walk. I did not expect them to walk into Bernard's home. It was very. It seemed <laughs> like he already had the keys. Yeah, uh, so uh, fucking uh, Dolores' whole thing is that she has the weird data map that Sorak wants, and she also has the uh, key to whatever fucking teleport place in her brain that ostensibly Maeve would want if she wants to be connected to her daughter, but I would love if they did a fake out and Maeve was like, no, I don't want to fucking go there. I just want to die. <laughs> that that seems actually very likely. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. So, so okay, so let's get to the main mystery posed who are the fake which ones are the Dolores's? which one is the arnold's what what is there next so there's dolores is dolores hail dolores is dolores hail, hail is dolores uh, well Connell's ha- is dolores M- musashi is dolores but musashi also she is dolores but i don't think hail is counted among one of the ones they manufactured because hail came over from the island like that's how they got all of dolores was inside of hail when they left Westworld. Yes. So they didn't have to generate a new body there. Mm-hmm. So I think there's an extra, and, and then there's, so there's Hales. Because there's the, yeah, there's the Bre- the Bernard Pearl and the three other Pearls, which we could conclude are blanks for Dolores to load her personality on, thus bringing the total up to, I would say, four Doloreses. So yeah, so I think there's of the ones that they she manufactured, Dolores is in herself, in Connors, mm. and Musashi. There's Damage Arnold, they created his body, and then there's a fourth blank that I don't think we know the identity Hell. of. No, I'm saying I'm saying they made five. The machine shows that they made five more. Oh. And I'm saying there was an extra okay. body that was already holding a Dolores when it came over. When it came over. Okay. So that means Well, I I believe that Tao Komodo is still supposed to show up this season. Ooh. So, yeah, I I I believe she might be the uh, next uh, body that we see. Yeah, and it it is very still very weird. I don't understand why Also can can she not manufacture pearls? I'm sure they I, I, I presume she cannot manufacture pearls at this moment. And and it was it was it was Hale who was self harming right like so I I don't know what that's the, deal the other is thing is. why would Hale self harm if she's Dolores unless it's a faulty copy I still think that 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 so I think they pop or do you think that you can only load a specifically uh, a, a generated brain pearl into a specific body and if they're not in that body they start to fucking uh, wild out. 
it, it's certainly possible, and that it could be that just that she's been in that body the longest, and that's why that's happening. But we also had the scene earlier this season where we saw Hale sort of um, like being like, "Where am I? What's going yeah. on?" Which makes me think that Dolores actually manufactured her own body, popped Hale's top off, put her original core into Dolores, and that we have somebody else's core inside of Hale. Mm-hmm. That's my guess, and so, I still okay, think it's so a human. Okay, so do you think that somebody else is a hail, but the other ones are all copies? That's what I think. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I could see that, and I could still see uh, 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 William. Uh, I mean, uh, fucking Teddy being one of the ones that got popped out. I'm going for William. William's copied memory <laughs> being being inside of hail. It does. It doesn't make. I, I I think it's a human in there. I really do think okay. it's a human's copied memory, and that's why we're seeing the self-harm. It's too big of a clue to just ignore. So they find a dude tied up, Zhang, show him his future. If I was an illegal identity broker, I would simply not have a family to threaten. That's a great way to go about it, and more people need to think about that. Uh, all of these people who are involved in the kinds of crimes where absolutely somebody is going to threaten your family, like, don't have a family. But Don't the, have a family if you're going to be one of those kinds of criminals. But what I've learned from anti-hero prestige media of the past 20 years is that nobody it wants to do Nobody crime. wants to be a criminal. What happens is they have a family that yeah. needs help, but they won't talk to them, so they end up having to do crime. So I feel exactly. like you wouldn't be a criminal if you didn't have a family that could then be threatened. Listen, you only have two options in life. Have a good communicative relationship <laughs> with your family or crime. Those are the only two. The only two. <laughs> and so he threatens to basically turn Maeve off if she doesn't help, which seems a pretty straightforward motivation. Yeah, and she is like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to do what you ask, even though I 100% assume she's going to turn it around and kill all of these fucking people. Absolutely. Yeah. So we see Williams shaving himself with a straight razor. I have never seen such a powerful image as somebody shaving somebody else with a straight razor used as a symbol <laughs> of somebody's power over another person? Yeah, this first time I've seen this I, in my life. I feel like people only sell straight ravers for the uh, metaphorical significance at this point. Has anybody in the past 20 years had a scene where they had a sh- straight raver and they just shaved their own face with nothing else happening? I, I think it's I, I think it's the only times you see a straight razor are when somebody is getting shaved intimidatingly or when somebody is shaving themselves intimidatingly. Right, right before they kill somebody else with the straight razor. Exactly. Very, very Bill the Butcher. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, anytime anybody walks into my house, especially somebody who needs my votes and sees <laughs> me holding a razor to my own throat and is like, hey, let me do that, I would be like, absolutely not. <laughs> That's the thing. I would never allow anybody to hold any razors near my neck. It's a very staunch position that I have. It's one of my firmest beliefs. Listen, I go go to get a haircut. I get the collar on. I have an iron collar on the entire time. I'm not letting them get those scissors anywhere near my throat. I just have my normal single ribbon that's been there my entire life. (laughs) Yeah, You and your single ribbon and your uh, giant lollipop. That's me. So Caleb and Dolores. I... Whenever they do something like, this is a bank, it is for a certain kind of people. Like, is, are there banks like this? Or are they just playing to our portrayal of rich people? <laughs> I feel like this is just a regular, how a regular bank operates. I, I mean, like, literally, 
most banks have security guards with uh, with weapons in front of them. Most banks, you have to like talk to somebody to get taken to a desk where somebody is like, ah, stonks. I like. I, I just did think it was a little much when they opened the vault and there was a cartoon duck swimming in gold coins. <laughs> the the old fashioned way, a heist, baby. It was like, oh, I thought you were just gonna like fry it, but like kind of a Bob's Donuts kind of way, where it's just like still. <laughs> Got a nice texture. Okay. No, it's a heist. Uh, we could take a heist. And the blood marker thing is just so fucking stupid when it, it's not also paired with basic facial identification. Like, if they had literally looked at the picture of him, they would be like, oh, this isn't this fucking guy. Yeah, I mean, there was, there was something weird about it that I did not understand. I think they were trying to imply that think- Liam was his client, and then he, like, so it, it was very strange. Do you think that this would make more sense if we're all in a simulation? No! Simulations are much more ordered than actual human beings. They're much less manipulatable because it's hard to exactly get human behavior right. It's so stupid. We're never going to be able to get this level of stupidity correct. Exactly. A simulation would be a much more ordered society that we would would be less exasperating, though possibly much more evil. Uh, I, I love Maeve just walking through the through the market and being like, Brands! Brands! <laughs> it, it, she has a very weird... I mean, I was like, is, is this just like xenophobia? What's happening? What's the expression <laughs> on her face? Yeah, she walks through there and she's like, whoa. And so, fucking shit starts to pop off around her. Uh, so presumably she still has uh, some measure of her powers, as we see. So I was... I honestly... The one thing that gave me the biggest problem with the sort of cheap sci-fi story building happening within the Westworld is that Maeve has sort of been given an arbitrary power over electricity. <laughs> yeah. She's got, she's got power over machines. She's machine God. I she's mean, the one, what, what did you think about her blowing up the mortician's AirPods? Uh, oh my God. I respect the woman who runs her own establishment, a fellow girl boss. Yeah. She's like, have you read my book? Lean in and murder everybody. <laughs> I really love the the moving mask wallpaper at the ball. Why are all high-class sex parties the same? Why can't they just have a different aesthetic for once? It's always the, oh, we're going to wear a Victorian opera mask. And it's like, fucking, why can't it be like a, a, a getting your a dick blown out at the docks or something? I would love to see a high-class wharf sex party. <laughs> Spoken like somebody who's never been to one of these high-class sex I've parties. I've never and you been realize, to a high-class sex party in my life. And you realize that they've just perfected sex. There's no reason to do it any other way. <laughs> it's the perfect – It's the it, listen, at, at a certain point, you can't come not wearing a domino mask. And, of course, it's Westworld, so we have to notice that we've got black and white masks. What do they also, mean? Also – Wicked Games by The Weeknd plays on strings. That's some classic shitty Westworld. <laughs> I was, a lot of people really like the cover. I was fine with the song. Maybe I don't know the original well enough <laughs> to give a shit, but I was definitely not as enthused about it as some, some of the people were. That seemed to be the only uniformly positive thing that I've seen about Westworld recently. Also, do you think the Nolans also watch Uncut Gems? <laughs> Like, we need this guy. (laughs) I'm 100%. I mean, all those guys hang out at the same black and white mass sex party. (laughs) You think the Safdie brothers and the Nolan brothers are in that big uh, Hollywood brothers uh, sex uh, uh, group? Absolutely. It's just all masks and dicks. I had to to list a series of uh, creatives for work, and the amount of brother teams is disgusting. (laughs) 
It's a very. It feels like a recent development. It, is it? Is it, it not? I, I don't. I don't know because you. you I, I feel like you had the Coens and uh, that's true. Uh, yeah, uh, and and then like even the 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 Wachowski sisters aren't even uh, uh, fucking operating together anymore. Right. That, I mean, that is an interesting point. Is it who's? Is it Lily making the? I think it's Lana. Oh, it's Lana. I think it's okay. just Lana. Yeah. That, I mean, that is. I, I was that is one of those things that. that's like what? Why not? What? What? So so Lily was responsible for how shitty those two sequels were. I, I mean, I have no. No, I don't. I don't think that's true. I mean, I remember watching documentaries, and they literally. They were like, yeah, it's great because you can literally have the other person as the second director. Yeah, yeah. honestly, every single time that the, there's one of those brothers teams, it's literally just so that they can split the work. Right. And which th- there was a book that somebody wrote on duos working together. And one, mm-hmm. one of the interesting things is like ev- there's so many things that causes teams to break up just because like the form for like best picture only has one name like <laughs> there there are all those guild uh things uh a lot of times you will just see like one of them is credited as director and the other is credited as screenwriter uh because they fucking uh you you are literally not allowed to co-direct uh according to guild rules because that'd be an easy way for uh studios to force people off of projects there's a, there's a famous uh sci- science I was going to say group, but there's only two duo, uh, Amos and Tversky. And one of the, they would literally hang out all the time, talk. And then one of them would go write the paper. And you're like, you can't like, you can't have two primary authors. So <laughs> I, I guess, and that was honestly one of the things that stopped them from working together so much. They were like, well, I've, I want to be able to take credit for my thing. <laughs> and this is why we're never going to break up. None of us want, <laughs> neither of us want the full credit for this dumb podcast. <laughs> so tonight, is not about dead girlfriends. That has to be one of the least sensitive lines I've heard somebody say about a dead girlfriend. At a sex party. At How is that supposed party? to get him in the mood? <laughs> I like that that's your main concern. <laughs> There's, by the way, a sex party very Charity soon. fuck auction. Charity fuck auction, by the way. The CFAs? <laughs> I'd love to have done the CFAs. This drug genre... This digital pharma hybrid. Digital psychopharma hybrid. Hits your implant. Sends you straight to the silent air and back. Do you have any idea what that means? I assume it lets them do a black and white noir scene in the next episode. I hope that's what it is because I want to see that. I assume literally all the, the entire purpose of them introducing that drug was so that they could do a black and white noir scene in the next episode. An entire episode long black and white. I'm so excited about this. I would love it. I would love it. I... I I really love uh, when uh, uh, fucking Dempsey goes to scan his finger and goes, you broke, bitch. <laughs> it's such a classic scene that I've seen in so many movies that I, I, was, I love it. The rich guy, the rich guy suddenly finding out that all his money's been taken. Can I just get an Apple TV screensaver that's just rich guys realizing all their money's been drained from their account? <laughs> oh, no, my billions. <laughs> Do you think the guy on Billions said that? <laughs> I'm sure he said that at one point. The titular line. It's got to happen. <laughs> so Dolores is wearing a black mask, but it's not a hat. It's just a mask. Perhaps she's just pretending like the mask we wear in society as opposed to who she is deep down. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Even when we're outside the park, it's all the same. Yeah, everybody just wants to fucking shoot things. What do you th- We're not that uh, smart. We're not that smart. We're not that complex. Bernard trying to turn... Liam off with the remote is deeply I funny. 
I love Bernard now. I love that he, first of all, I love that they'll let anybody into this high class sex party. Yeah, sure. You too. Whatever. <laughs> it was like, wait, wait, wait are, are you critically acclaimed actor Jeffrey Wright? We'd be glad to have you here. <laughs> I mean, keep in mind, this is a, a party with, you know, high end catering. Most of these people are actors. They absolutely would recognize Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> also, another thing I love about this high-class sex party is, like, suddenly, like, some people start to, like, shoot each other and do a martial arts fight. And most of the people are just like, nice sex party. They're like, yeah, that's foreplay. <laughs> exactly. It's like standard sex party uh, uh, entertainment. <laughs> so, Stubbs and Dolores meet. I enjoy the chat before they go to town on each other. And I, Evan Rachel Wood gets to do what so many Australian women have always wanted to do and beat up a Hemsworth. It's all anybody on that country. I was going to call it an island. It's too big to be an island. <laughs> but it is surrounded by water. It's what all anybody down there wants to do. She, Penny recognized Dolores as Lara from when she was dating Liam. Uh, she's so high, she presumably thinks it's the drugs. Yeah, she's just like, oh, dead girlfriend doing kung fu. There's some good drugs. We go from there to Maeve, the mortician, and Sato's hideout. Oh, man. And, and just anytime Yakuza get involved, it's just an excuse to break out swords. Who even carries a sword these days? Honestly, I feel like it's stereotypical at this point to be a Yakuza who carries a katana. I mean, I assume you're just walking around your neighborhood holding swords outward and being like, six feet, motherfucker. Literally, literally a belt. A belt <laughs> with swords sticking out of it six feet all the way around. <laughs> This isn't the kind of place you simply stroll into. That's three Michelin stars. It's booked out for months. <laughs> yeah, uh, she walks in and the guys are like, hey, we're going to fuck you up. And we find out she has auto gun control. Ivan, as someone who has played video games, how much did you enjoy them dunking on auto aim? I love it. Also, I love that they clarified that it isn't just to have people's guns fucking uh, uh, stabilized. It actually has auto aim. Which I... As you put it out, very, very funny. And I had kind of forgotten that Westworld likes dunking on video games. I thought once they yeah. are outside of the park that they would stop doing these kind of references. And it was, it was great. Nah, man. And, and it was a great bit of physical comedy. It definitely played well. I was enjoying them, like, writhing around. Oh, it was very fun to see them writhing around and, like, shooting each other. But, like, <laughs> the bullets stopped when they were pointing at Maeve. <laughs> so good. Maeve at Williams' residence. It's like seeing a ghost. How much like seeing a ghost? Like... He's actually dead and this could be a ghost? Like he's a host? Or is it just a metaphorical sense? One glove is back in. Why is he wearing one glove? Does he have a robot hand? He definitely has a robot hand. Just decided that right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, that entire thing. And like, also, he has one glove in the institution. Like, are they not checking for robot hands at the intake uh, center? I don't know. I mean, so one of the things that... I do notice is when he goes there with the glass is that his arm is already tore up from when he was uh, carving into it towards mm -hmm. the end of the second season. So what, which he did right after he killed Emily. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I don't know if it's a robot arm. We never really got an answer to it. I would love if it was, I'd love a robot mm -hmm. arm. Uh, that's, that's a lot of robot arms. <laughs> um, so Musashi Nisato arrives. And we oh, see it's, it's my fucking man Musashi. It's I was literally boy. like Musashi. I remember this guy. He's cool. I what is it? 
I, I would love to know the history of people wearing jackets menacingly without putting their arms into the sleeves. The the no the 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 jacket over your uh, uh, shoulders, but like not. It's such a hard look to pull off. It's definitely one of those looks that you need to like have a second person there to like straighten your sleeves. Absolutely, it is definitely one of power and privilege because it it's sort of if you move it all, it'll fall off. <laughs> And and also it leaves you much less much less flexible, so you're kind of vulnerable. You need to have it's a move that's usually accompanied by a bunch of other guys with guns. Here's the thing though, when you do the when you do the shoulder roll to to pull the jacket off of yourself, it looks so cool, man. And the and the slow motion as it flutters to the ground. Oh yeah, and and, and suddenly it reveals that you've got like fifty guns on you. Yes. Yeah. So we, we also have a barrel gets, I forget if it was shot or stabbed, but we get yeah, white uh, goo uh, flowing. Milk. Yeah. Fucking, uh, uh, we find out that they're, they're making milk, so I assume that uh, this is so that uh, Dolores can manufacture more host bodies. Yeah, I assume that, mm-hmm. I also assume that that is what is happening, which makes a lot of sense. So Arm- Armand Delgado, Caleb, and Liam, Connells walks up, run before I put a hole. Fucking run! Like it's Harry and the Hendersons. In your poncy little head. I I love the Gaelic security people throughout this whole show. And Ponzi, I'm going to use Ponzi all of the time now. It is the most insulting insult I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. So Maeve realizes Masashi is actually Dolores. Armand realizes the same with Connells. Hale and William, Hale reveals she's been listening to his conversations with, quote-unquote, her daughter. And I, I literally thought... Oh my god, she swapped into hail. No, she's been hail the entire time. <laughs> There's also the line from Hail though, I know you down to your bones, which makes me feel like she's seen his bones, which makes me think he's dead and this is a host. He he's absolutely dead and there's a fucking robot. And it would also make sense to me that this is William in this scenario and that he's mm-hmm. He's just, like, fucking with himself. I would love that. <laughs> I think that's even too over the top for Westworld, but I wanted to have it so bad. I could have done without an if-you-want-something-done-right, do-it-yourself. Yeah, I, I mean... Anytime somebody reveals themselves to have cloned themselves or copied themselves in any way in genre fiction, they always drop a if-you-want-to-do-something-done-right-do-it-yourself. One of the things in this scene that they've been hinting at is like, what's going to happen to humans in the future world? And Dolores has played very loose with where humans have a place. We're going to build a place for them. We'll have a place for them in the world we build. And it's like, that sounds like a crate. That sounds like a fighting pit that you're going to have humans in. Also, I really love in this scene, uh, once uh, it's revealed that Hale's Dolores, Tessa Thompson shifts into a perfect Evan Rachel Wood impression. (laughs) It's it is a delight. Watching all the all the actors and actresses try and do some version of of Evan, of Rachel, Evan Rachel Wood as Dolores. It's, it's very funny exciting. to watch. We've realized Maeve's been trying to get William locked into an asylum. Uh, or Hale, Hale, excuse me. Yeah, uh, his voting shares transfer to Hale. She pricks his skin to inject him with hallucinations. Yeah, I guess. And, okay. Did you catch the name of the uh, uh, hospital? No. What's the name of the hospital? Inner Journeys Recovery Center. No. <laughs> yes. You know, no. like a maze. 
like amazed within himself. Oh man, or or, or like he's yeah inner journeys. For, I can't even believe that. <laughs> also, he's the man in white now. He is the man in white. He's he's wearing completely white. I mean, I mean, just seeing this, I was like, was he sentenced to like help out COVID nineteen patients? Like that's not that's the first thought I had. He's in a very very nice uh, mental health care facility that mm-hmm. probably only has one patient and is manned entirely by hosts. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, I, I really love when uh, a fucking Aaron Paul walks up and he he's like, yeah, I'm with her. That's right. I'm Dolores' campaign manager. <laughs> it does feel like close to what he is. It is not clear why we actually want or need Caleb at this point, except that he was nice to her at know. one point. I like yeah, having him around. Basically, the, the entire reason she's keeping him around is like, oh, the, this fucking dog was nice to me once. Right. I, she probably thinks of him as a pet. <laughs> Either that or he is actually a host and does not know it yet, which is still in play and seems likely. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she drops a hello, lover. You, I, has anybody ever said hello, lover, sincerely? Liam looks so dumbfounded. It is a deep and moving display of vacancy that should win him an Emmy. <laughs> to be that dumb on that t- size of television screen it's hard work yeah i mean he was just projecting idiocy i i got stupider for a minute <laughs> ask me the question william do do i do i have a robot dick i don't think that's what he was gonna ask 100 <laughs> percent. if you thought you were a robot wouldn't your question be is my dick also a robot no that would not be my question 100 percent. that is 100 percent. my question it answers every single sub-question that I need to answer. <laughs> Such as? Am I myself a robot? That is very... I mean, if you can have a robot... Thank on, though, you! Thank you! you. Can have a robot dick. <laughs> so why... Did you think that Dolores looked like a creepy video game sprite here? She looked weird and creepy. Weird what was, and creepy and ethereal. Did you read that as... I think it was intentional. Okay. To Because it's supposed to be a weird... Uh, uh, yeah, you know, if he's a robot, it's a weird fucking uh, you know series of electrical signals. And if he's not a robot, it's fucking hallucination. I will point out that that if you watch that scene when she looks all sprite like behind her, for no reason I can figure out, are random like s- triangle, circle, square. It just looks like <laughs> PS4 buttons behind her. <laughs> it's weird. It's very strange. Welcome to the end of the game. You got the bad ending. Should have made better moral choices. You never want to harvest any of the little sisters. Not even one of them. Also, clearly this is by somebody who has been working for the past decade and hasn't followed the modern uh, video game development to realize that it, you can't you can't. There lose. aren't any endings anymore. No. There, Nothing yeah. ends. No, Everything's a live service game. It all goes on forever. You, you can't die. There's checkpoints. <laughs> exactly. There's checkpoint system. You got to reload from the last checkpoint. All right. So, so obviously William is not going to get out of this facility. He's not going to get out of there in time to uh, shoot a bunch of people at a pivotal moment. No, I can't imagine that happening at all. Yeah. Yeah. This is the end of Ed Harris's story on Westworld. Glad they brought him back just for this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is season three, episode four, The Mother of Exiles, which we didn't even mention. Sounds like another HBO property. <laughs> it really could be. And... We learned that the mother of exiles, like she's most of the exiles. It's Dolores. It's, she's it's, both the mother and the exiles. I, I, want, I want somebody to draw an Ouroboro, but it's just Evan Rachel Wood giving birth to herself. 
<laughs> that, it did sound very creepy, but they're putting that into my head with Mother of Exiles. <laughs> you have a choice in whether or not you want to imagine Evan Rachel Wood birthing herself. Not if you listen to this podcast. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Boars Gore Swords. You can find Ivan on Twitter at Ivan underscore Hernandez. And you can find Red on Twitter at Red underscore Scott. Bye. See ya.